Welcome, 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 welcome back to Locked On 76ers. I'm your host, Keith Pompey. Happy Thursday to you. It's Thursday, February the 4th. This episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get 20% off your next purchase. For some of you people who are new to this podcast, I don't even like the way that sounds, some of you people. <laughs> For some of y'all who are new to this podcast, um, in addition to being a host of this podcast, I am the Philadelphia Inquirer's beat writer for the 76ers. So you can read my stuff in Enquirer.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at Pompey on Sixers. The same thing for Instagram, Pompey on Sixers. So, you know, you can get a lot of inside info from me. But um, today I want to talk about last night's victory. Yep, me and Charlotte getting ready to hop on this flight. The Sixers defeated the uh, Hornets 118-111 to last night. Um, my colleague and I, I guess we disagree a little bit. Like, he says that the outcome, um, was actually, was a larger outcome. Or the margin of, well, he says the victory was more lopsided, I guess, than the final score indicated. I disagree. I mean, because my thing is, yes, they were up 26, but with four minutes Four seconds, excuse me, 3.9 seconds left. They were only up five. So the team gradually came back in the second half. To me, that's not, that, that they didn't close out the game the way they should have, in my opinion. So I want to dissect this game in the first segment. Second segment, <laughs> um, I mean, I'm going to talk a little bit more about Joel, talk about Tobias, right? Um... In the third segment, you know how I do. Things that come to mind, they come to mind, and I just talk about them, right? So, you know, like I said before, wherever you subscribe to podcasts at, you can subscribe to this Locked On 76ers podcast. Not just this one, but every any podcast on the Locked On Network. Okay, so last night, the Sixers, right? It was crazy. I mean, crazy early on. Joel Embiid at one point had 11 points. The Hornets only had seven, right? When Joel Embiid came out of the game, Joel had uh, 13 points. The Charlotte Hornets had nine. So you look at it and you say to yourself, like, whoa. It's about to be it's about to be a beat now, right? There's no way in heck that this team is going to be able to sustain or going to be able to hang hang with the Sixers. No way in heck, right? And you know you really felt that way and you believed it, but you kept saying to yourself like, "Okay, the Sixers are going to take the foot off the gas." I mean, after the first quarter, the, the score was thirty to thirteen, right? Um, the Charlotte Hornets shot 22.7%, 9.1% on three-pointers. They were 1 for 11 on threes. They were 5 for 22 from the field. Gordon, Hay Gordon Hayward, 1 for 6. 
Devontae Graham, 0 for 4. Cody Zeller, 0 for 1. Right? Um, LaMelo Ball, 1 for 2. But you're saying to yourself, you're like, hmm. Okay, like, this is going to be one of these games where the Sixers, I see what they're doing. They got back-to-back tomorrow. What they're going to do is they're going to um, get out. They're going to get get a dominating lead. Joel, Tobias, Ben, and Danny and company are, are going to sit out the fourth quarter just like they did against Minnesota, right? They're going to sit out the fourth quarter and be ready for today's game against the Portland Trailblazers. Well, you know, Joel continued to dominate. And then all of a sudden, second half comes, third quarter comes. And you look at it and you see where the Hornets outscored the Sixers 34 to 25. So you're like, oh, okay, well, they're getting a little bit closer. And then all of a sudden, the fourth quarter comes and they outscored them 35-29. Now, to me, I'm saying, like, okay, a win is a win. That's what Doc Rivers said. He talks about them having a great first half. And he says, we did it. But then when you, when you, when the team comes back and it gets a little closer, you forget about all the great things that happened in the first half. Well, in a way, you should. I'm sorry, but you should. Because what happens is, you know, if they lost that game, we wouldn't say, wow, they played a great first half. We'll talk about how they blew a a huge lead and blew a 26-point lead and, and lost to a team that they were dominating, right? So that's where I'm at. But... To me, I understand where he's coming from because, you know, they did win. You want you know, to be update, up, upbeat. Um, they have a game tomorrow. And you just want the narrative that, to change a little bit. Like, you want you want to dictate the narrative. But I'm telling you, that was a bad, that, I mean, it was a bad second half to me. I mean, and the reason why it was bad it wasn't because I don't think that Charlotte did anything to say, like, wow, they have arrived or they were dominant, this and that. I feel like the Sixers took their foot off the gas. I feel like they got complacent. I feel like they stopped playing as hard as they used to. And next thing you know, they let the team come back. All right? Now, again, he's right. A win is a win. The Sixers are 16-6. and six. They come home and they play um, Portland. But you have to say that they would have loved to be able to rest, rest Joel Embiid for the entire fourth quarter. Would have loved to rest Tobias Harris for the entire fourth quarter. You know, all these things. Because Portland was in, was in Philly last night resting. Probably watching a game. Right? So, I don't know. There were certain things that you know, to me, and I really can't say that, you know, oh, right, the defense wasn't as good in the second half. It wasn't that. Like, again, I honestly think that they just lost interest. They became complacent. I mean, we're blowing this team out. This is what it is. You know, honestly, that's what I think. 
So to me, they just need to be able to close out a game, be focused, and keep it go, keep it moving. Now, yes, like I said, I'm going home. I'm excited. Guess what? Guess the first thing I'm gonna do when I get home? Mm, maybe the second thing. <laughs> I'm gonna go in my office and I'm gonna go and get some built bar. Right? Get some built bar. Mm -mm -mm. Why? Because built bar is a protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Right? I love some built bar, y'all. Y'all just know, don't know. And you need to try it too. I'm telling you, it's gooey, it's chewy, it's chocolate. Mm, mm, mm. I'm getting hungry just thinking about it. But what you need to do is go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON and you get 20% off your next purchase. You know, you should also go to any place where you subscribe to a, your podcast, subscribe to a podcast, and subscribe to this podcast. You should also follow me on Twitter at Pompeii on Sixes. And the same thing for Instagram, Pompeii on Sixes. Now, I'm going to say this. You know, Joel Embiid is just making it look too easy. There was a play yesterday, early in the first quarter, where he grabs a defensive rebound. He's dribbling the ball up the court. And delivers, takes it like, you know, grabs a defensive rebound, turns around, dribbles up the court, and finishes the play with a one-handed dunk. Then he comes back, and he nails a three-pointer on the next possession. I'm telling you, man, Joel, it makes it look too easy, you know. And you knew he was going to do it today. I mean, you look at this team, their weak point is at the, to me, is at the, the five spot. They just don't have anybody that can match up against Joel. I mean, Cody Zeller played. You know, Cody didn't play the first two matchups the Sixers played against him. And he played, and, and nothing against Zodi, uh, Cody I mean, a nice player. He's just not on a level that Joel is right now. I mean, he's just not. Joel is, you know, he's elite. I mean, the best center in the league. He's always say he was the second best. Now he's uh, he's elevated to the best, right, by what he's doing right now. Um, and Cody's just not on that level. He's not in that in that category. You know what I mean? He's just not one of the top centers in the league. He's a a good center, but he's just not there. So you knew they were going to have their hands full. Now, the thing to me that's been the biggest enigma, so to speak, has been Seth Curry. I know that he's came back from the COVID, and yesterday was his seventh game back. And it seems like each game we keep saying, all right, this is a season low in regards to, to shots made, a season low in regards to point score, right? Three-point percentage. You know, each game, the last game wasn't that much, but last night's game was, was he was 0 for 3 shooting. He scored zero points. The first time he failed to score a, uh, a point this year, he was 0 for 2, right? Um, he had a block. He had a turnover. He had four personal fouls, three assists. Now, 
you know, you ask Doc about that, and Doc is like, well, you know, I'm not concerned. I'm not concerned. We got balance. He talks about how Tobias struggled early on, the first three games, right? Like people thought he forgot how to play basketball. He talked about how well, Shake had his struggles, right? Um, you know, the thing is, this Seth Curry is a much better shooter than than he has been the last couple of games. I mean, first of all, he only got three shots. Only got three. I mean, when you look at that, you know, Danny Green was six had nine shots. He was six for nine. Tobias was eight for fifteen. Joel was eleven for eighteen. Ben Simmons, who isn't a shooter, who doesn't shoot the ball a lot, was seven for twelve. Shake Milton was four for twelve, right? So when you see a guy like Seth only take three shots, you're like, wow. Now, I know he was a game best plus 18, but I don't know, man. I think this is one. I mean, who knows? I, I, I To me, that's a, a, a good stat, I guess. But the thing that's more glaring to me is going 0 for 3 because when you see a guy like Seth Curry, he came in here to stretch the floor. And I don't know what it is, um, but maybe it could be a part of the COVID and all this other stuff. But he hasn't been the same. I mean, his first game back from COVID, he was on fire. But since then, he gradually has, like, declined. So I don't know what it is, but they got to get the old stuff back. They do. They do. One scare in the game was when Shake Milton went out early, and I mean in the second quarter, and I thought maybe he wasn't going to come back. He hyperextended his knee a little bit, got it checked out, everything was fine, um, and then he comes right back in the game. So that's a plus. You know, you wonder if he's going to be able to play today. He said he was playing, right? So, but that's something to keep in kind, something to monitor, right? Something to monitor. But like I said, Joel keeps balling, y'all. Keeps balling. Keeps balling. You know, I'm not really a betting man, but let me tell you this. There is only one place that has you cover and one place we at Locked On Trust. Bet Online AG. Sign up today for a free account at Bet Online AG. And use the promo code locked on for your 50% welcome bonus. You know, today, I'm going to be honest with you. You know, my favorite player in the NBA is Dame Lillard. I mean, I'm not like a fanboy or nothing like that of anybody in this league. I cover the league. So it's not Google Gaga, Google Gaga, right? But when it comes to Dame Lillard, he's a guy that I would. A to go see. I, I something about him. He like every time I interviewed him and talked to him, he just seems like a pleasant guy. Everybody I know like him. People like him. If you don't like Dame Lillard, it's something about you, right? He just he's down to earth guy. He answers questions. Um, you know, he just he's just cool. And, you know, I, I think you know, we saw what he did in the bubble last year. You know, I always felt like 
even though he's an all-star, he's a guy, because maybe because he's playing in Portland, um, I look at him as someone that's really, who doesn't get the just due that he deserves. And I know that may sound crazy, but that's how I look at him. He's someone who doesn't get the just due, right? I mean, he's always one of the league's top scoring guards. He he, he always uh, torches the Sixers. <laughs> I mean, you know, he does a lot of great things. Um, but for whatever reason, well, maybe because their teams are doing better, like other the teams are doing better, it's like he doesn't get the, uh, you know, the, the, the accolades as like, Seth Curry, or I mean, a Steph Curry, or or people like that. You know, he just he just doesn't. But I mean, I'm telling you, I would pay to see the guy play. That's how good he is, and I, I won't say that about a lot of people. Seriously, you won't get me saying that. And you know, he comes to town tonight against the Sixers. Um, Robert Covington is going to be there too. Right? But tonight, if the Sixers want to win this game, I'm not saying stop them, but they're going to have to find a way to contain him. I mean, big time. And I'm talking about Dame Lillard. You know, you look at Dame Lillard, like I said, one of the leaders in the NBA in scoring. He's averaging 21, I mean, excuse me, 29.1 points. He's averaging 7.3 assists. And 4.6 rebounds. Now, if he was in Philly, we would all say, yo, man, that boy right there, that boy right there should be the MVP candidate. Real rap. Seriously. I mean, we would. I mean, 29.1 points? Come on now. And then, you know, right now, um, McCollum, he's out right now. But they have Gary Trent Jr., who's uh, averaging 13.2 points. And this cancer, who has always been a problem for Joel, right? Right now, he's he's the starting center because due to injuries. Now, he's averaging 11.1 points and 10.6 rebounds. Rodney Hood, who's had some success against, against the Sixers in the past, is averaging 4.4 points and 1.5 rebounds. And then Rob... Covington, Robert Covington, um, you know, he's the wing, and he's averaging 7.2 points and 5.7 rebounds. Now, the thing is, when you look at this lineup, this lineup is small. I mean, you think about it. You got Dame Lillard, 6'2", Gary Trent Jr., 6'5", um, Ennis Cantor, 6'10", Rodney Hood, 6'8", and Cubs, 6'7". So the Sixers do have the height advantage on them. Right, Sixers have the height advantage, but um, it, it it's going to be a good one. It really is. Like when you look at um, Rodney Hood, you know, last year he had a season high twenty five points on on nine for eleven shooting, right? Four for six threes um, against the Sixers, right? His career average of, against Philly is 14.1 points. That's his third highest average against any team, right? Now get this. 
last season, Dame Lillard averaged 42 points on 61.4 field goal percentage, 52.2% on three-pointers, and made 94.7% of his shots in games against the Sixers last season. That included a 51-point outburst on August 9th in, in Orlando, in the, I mean, in the, in the bubble, right? The Orlando bubble. It's really kissing me, but everybody says Orlando, right? Lillard has scored 30 or more points in four of his last seven games against the Sixers. I mean, I got this guy going for a lot. I mean, you know, Bradley Bill had 60. Um, uh, Scary Terry, Terry Rozier had 35. You know, I mean, you can just imagine how much, how many points Dame is going to get tonight. You can just imagine, right? So, I mean, you know, Car- Carmelo Anthony, wow. I don't know if he'll get it tonight. But Carmelo Anthony is 31, 36 points away from passing Oscar Robinson for 12 on the all-time NBA scoring list. So he ranked second among um, active players and career points. So, you know, it it is what it is, but I'm here to tell you, Sixers better be prepared for what Dame Lillard is going to have. I think the best thing is, is like, you know Dame is going to get his. It's kind of like when you play uh, Washington. You know Bradley Bill's going to get his. You got to contain him. Like, you're just not going to stop him. But at the same time, let him get his, or, I mean, contain him, but just make sure you shut everybody else down, right? Shut, make sure you shut everybody else down. I mean, I think the Sixers will get this one, but I think Dame is going to have a huge game, right? That's that's my prediction. That's my prediction. But, hey, y'all, I want to thank you for listening, and have a blessed day. Peace.